Well, hi everybody, welcome to the Pine Castle live stream. I'm Jim Poling, but don't spread that around. Hey, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Too bad you can't go anywhere, do anything, or see anybody, but you know, that's pandemic protocol. What are you going to do? Anyway, welcome to our live stream service. It's becoming more of a habit than we had originally intended, and it's probably going to continue now for the next few weeks, at least through June 15th. But know that your leadership team is working behind the scenes to develop an in-person worship plan, and we want to do it efficiently, we want to do it safely. So check back on the website and on the Facebook page, and of course here on Sunday mornings, and we'll let you know how we proceed with that. Our PC Share for this week lists three reasons why you love Jesus and share why with three people in your Facebook friends list. So do that right now. List three reasons why you love Jesus and share why with three people. And Pastor Scott will be delving into that when he gets into his message and we're going to have a, uh, a period of uh, worship coming up here in just a few moments. But for now, let's pray, shall we? Dear Lord, thank you for your constant involvement in our lives. Your grace and hedge of protection will get us through these challenging times. We ask that you give us strength and wisdom to deal with our day-to-day -day struggles and allow us to reach out to those less fortunate than ourselves and channel your grace to them. We pray for those in ill health. We pray for those hard hit economically. And we pray for those who go to work every day to help mitigate this crisis. Bless them, bless their families, and protect them as they do your work. This we ask through Christ our Lord, and all the people said, Amen.
boys and girls. I know many of you have pets. You have dogs, cats, hamsters, gerbils, goldfish. Some of you even have more than one pet like we do. Well, today I want to introduce you to my puppy, Baxter. Baxter loves me very much. He's my puppy. Well, when I've been gone for a while and I come home, Baxter meets me at the door and he's wagging his tail and he's jumping up and down and he's even tripped me. He's gotten so excited before. He is a very excited puppy, even though he doesn't look like it right now. But do you know how I take care of Baxter? I take care of Baxter by making sure he's got plenty of food and water, taking him for walks, and even taking him to his doctor when he was sick. But one of the best ways I can show Baxter that I love him is by spending time with him, by sitting with him and, and petting him, by taking him outside and playing with him with his favorite toys, by taking him for long walks, for watching him climb up the tree sometimes because he is a silly puppy. Well, how would you take care of your pets if I came over? If I was at your house and was watching you, would I see you taking care of your pets and loving them? I hope so. What does this have to do with Jesus? Wow, I'm supposed to be doing a kid's message, aren't I? Well, let me ask you, do you love Jesus? I think most of you do, but how do you show him you love him? Or what do you do for him? Those are good questions, and he answers that himself for us in the Bible. He said, those who obey my commands and follow me, love me. It's not good enough just to say we love Jesus. We need to follow his commands, we need to obey him, and we need to show him we love him. I have some great ideas for you to show him you love him. You can read your Bible, you can pray, you can listen to worship music, but also you can share him with others by the things you say and the things you do. You can let people know that you love Jesus by telling them about Jesus. And what's also important is that you forgive others like he asked us to, like he forgave us. You see, it's not good enough just to say, I love you, Jesus. He wants you to take care of that relationship and spend time with him like you would spend time with your pets or your mom and dad and your siblings and your friends. So make sure that you're showing Jesus you love him by the things you do. Let's pray about that. Dear Jesus, we tell you we love you a lot, but help us to show our love for you by spending time with you, by taking care of others, and by obeying you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now we get to go listen to Pastor John, who's going to do the offering. Good morning. I'm John Bright, Associate Pastor at Pine Castle United Methodist Church. I'm glad you are worshiping with us today. Old Testament, Exodus 35, 22, all who were willing, that's you and me, men and women, alike came and brought gold, jewelry of all kinds, brooches, earrings, rings, and ornaments. 
they presented their gold as a wave offering unto the Lord. All those ornaments we call today tithes, gifts, and offerings. We present them to the Lord because he first loved us. Jesus is all about love. Oh, by the way, thinking about this coronavirus fiasco that we've been experiencing, life is full of tests, and you have passed the test. Your faith and your giving has shown that our church, God's church, is very much alive. Let us pray. God, thank you that you give us opportunity to give these tithes, gifts, and offerings. We call them love offerings. We give them to you because you first loved us, and now let us love others through these gifts. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Children and 
Good morning, church. I hope you're doing well today. I'm Scott George. I'm the pastor of Pine Castle United Methodist Church. And this is our Sunday morning service, our time together. Uh, I, look, uh, I look forward to this uh, every week. And of course, miss seeing you all live and in person, but enjoy uh, this time where we can just uh, spend time in uh, worship, focusing on God. And uh, let me say I enjoyed uh, our worship as I always do. Um, it's amazing. You can sense the presence and the nearness of God. Um, as soon as the first keys uh, begin to play, we begin to worship. And, and I'm just, um, I'm thinking about all the people in Central Florida, all throughout uh, Orlando and Belle Isle and Conway and uh, Kissimmee, St. Cloud. Um, we're all together uh, in one accord. And we're not all meeting together in one place, but we all are all together. 
And uh, I can honestly say that the church is continuing its mission. We're moving forward. We are doing what we're called to do. And we're growing. And we're getting stronger. And we're getting better. And even the COVID-19 uh, cannot take away the fact that the Church of Christ is moving forward and we're going on. And all of God's people said, Amen. I heard you. All over Orlando, I heard a big amen. So we're continuing in our series um, this week. And um, we've been doing uh, a focus on the hymns. Hymns for hope, healing, and help. And uh, every week we're, we're taking a different hymn. And I've heard so many comments about how everyone seems to really be enjoying this series. And um, the past couple of weeks, and I think this is interesting. What I did is I took, I, I, I surveyed hundreds of hymns and I put them all in different categories. So for instance, during Lent, um, I, did, I did hymns that were focused on the cross. And then interesting, right after Easter, um, I picked the theme, the name of Jesus. So you'll notice there's a, there's a theme uh, the past couple of weeks, really since we've been in isolation, which I find very, very interesting. Think about it. Uh, the, the, the hymns that we're focusing on as a church are hymns that talk about the beautiful name of Jesus, fixing our eyes on Jesus. And today is the, the beautiful hymn, Oh, How I Love Jesus. I love, I love this hymn. It was written by Frederick Whitfield in the 1800s, and uh, he was a, um, a, a hymnist that, uh, that wrote many, many hymns, and there's not really much about him. Uh, not much information, not much said about how he wrote this hymn or why, uh, which is interesting because, um, again, I think the focus is not on the author. The focus is on Jesus. So he doesn't get much credit, much glory, much limelight, and rightfully so, because the focus is on the name of Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. What comes to your mind when you, when you hear that phrase and you start singing that tune? Oh, how I love Jesus. Uh, brings back great memories to me. It's a, a simple song. It's a simple hymn, but it has such great, great meaning. So... The scripture that we're going to use today is found in, in, in 1 John 1.19. If you have your Bible, get your Bible open there. Hopefully as a family, you're worshiping together, you got your Bible, get your iPad, get your phone, and, and, and go to 1 John 19, 1 John 19, and here's the scripture that this hymn is really based on. Here it is. It says, 1 John 1.19, we love him because he first loved us. Let me read that again. We love him because he first loved us. You've heard people say, oh, I found Jesus. Well, uh, no, I think Jesus found you. And we love him because he first loved us. Now, think of, think of your weaknesses, your failures, your issues that you have. In spite of all that, Christ first loved you. He loved you. And he loved me when I was a sinner. He loved me in spite of my weaknesses. He loves me in spite of my failures. And, and one thing this uh, corn thing, uh, quarantine uh, issue has brought up, I don't know if your family is like mine, 
but it has uh, brought up how we get on each other's nerves. I've heard uh, my daughters uh, say for the past couple of weeks, Dad, you're so annoying. You're so annoying. And, and, and you know, the older I get, yeah, the more annoying I become. And at times I kind of like it. And, and that's my, my flesh and myself, and I need to, uh, need to back down on that. But yeah, I've heard it, I've heard it 100 times past past six, seven weeks. Dad, you're so annoying. But guess what? In spite of me being annoying, Christ first loves me. And because he loves me, I can love him. So we can cry out and sing, oh, how I love Jesus, because Jesus first loved us. And that should bring us great joy to know that he loved us first. And in spite of our sins and our weaknesses, uh, he loved us and therefore we can love him. So this, uh, this hymn has, has six uh, verses, and I'm just going to read them to you. They're going to be on your screen, each one. And, and, and there's actually seven or eight different translations of uh, this hymn. I'm only going to pick out uh, six uh, phrases, uh, verses from this hymn. And uh, they'll be on your screen. You can follow along. And, and uh, so let's let's dive into this. Oh, how I love Jesus! Here's the first verse. It says, "It says, there is a name I love to hear. I love to speak its worth. It sounds like music to my ear. The sweetest name on earth. What a great verse! Uh, I I like that phrase. I love to speak its worth. Let me challenge you today." that uh, on this Sunday, after we're done, I want you to speak how valuable the name of Jesus is. Just speak it. You know, there, there are many people all around uh, the world, around our city and our community that are, that, are, that are cursing the name. They're using the name in vain. I want you to focus and be intentional and, and, and uh, agree with the author where it says, I love to speak it's worth. Let your kids hear you say that Jesus' name is worthy. Let your wife, let your husband, let your grandkids hear that you are speaking the value of the name of Jesus. I love to speak its worth. And so in a, in a society that is downplaying his name, uh, cursing his name, let's be a people, uh, even in quarantine, that we love to speak its worth. I love it. It says, it's like music to my ear. You know, I like, I like jazz music, especially when I'm writing, when I'm trying to create. Uh, it just kind of soothes me. I love the sound of jazz. But you know what? There's, there's something I love even more than jazz. And I, I need to confess here, too, I, I like a little bit of country music. I like Rascal Flatts. Uh, I just love their lyrics. Uh, I love every time I hear one of their songs. But you know what? I love to hear the name of Jesus. I want it said of me that I'm one who is speaking the worth of Jesus. There is a name I love to hear. I love to speak its worth. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth. Number two, I love this verse. It says, it tells me of a Savior's love who died to set me free. It tells me of his precious blood, the sinner's perfect plea. You know, you and I only have one plea. We can't defend our sin. We can't defend our failure. We can't defend our weaknesses. We can't defend our issues. The only plea we have is we are guilty. And the sinner's plea is that Jesus' blood can save us and rescue us 
And that's why his name is so sweet. And that's why we love Jesus, because our only defense is Christ and what Christ has done for us. I love this one, Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his love for us. When we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's the only plea. And our greatest plea, our greatest defense is Jesus. Because of his love for us, he died on the cross. And because of that, we're free. Uh, verse, verse 3, I love this one. It tells me of my Father's half in store for every day. And though I tread a darksome path, yield sunshine all the way. You know, you're going to go through uh, dark times. You're going to go through tr troubles. Back in the day, you know, you would, uh, you would use your, uh, your flashlight when you, uh, when you were in dark uh, situations to get. Now, anymore, you just, you just kind of grab your, you grab your, you grab your phone and there's a light on there, and that's a flashlight. I used it a couple days ago, didn't have a flashlight. I used my phone. That flashlight, uh, I mean, that phone, you press the right button, it illuminates your path. I like what the author here says. He says, he says, and though I tread a darksome path, there's sunshine all the way. You know, Jesus is the light of the world. I love this. It says in John 8, 12, it says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I looked up that word follow, whoever follows me. See, Jesus is the light, and if we follow him, we're going to go through dark times, but we'll never walk in darkness because he is our light. That word there, follows, means, uh, the original language means to, 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 to follow like an attendant, to be an assistant. If you've ever followed a good assistant or a good attendant, they are watching, they are observant, they are watching every move, and when the, when the leader moves, they move too. And that's really the way Christ wants us to be as we follow him. We're not following from a distance. We're not a mile away. We're not uh, oblivious to what's going on. We are watching, we're attentive, we're aware, and Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. And when you follow me, you will walk, not in darkness, but you'll walk in light. So it tells me of what my fathers hath in store for every day. And though I walk a treadsome path, it yields sunshine all the way. Follow Jesus, because he'll be your light. Uh, number four, very quickly. If you're with me, let me hear an amen. Amen. Uh, this is verse four. It says, it tells of one whose loving heart can feel the deepest woe who in my sorrow bears a part that no one can bear below. The reason we love Jesus and the reason we can sing, oh, how I love Jesus, is because he's able to take our deepest cares and worries and fears. And it says here that no one can below. There will be a time in your life where you're going to be faced with something that your wife is not going to be able to handle. Your husband's not going to be able to handle. Your pastor's not going to be able to handle. Your counselor is not going to be able to handle. And there's nothing wrong with counseling. There's nothing wrong with going to people and talking and figuring things out and, 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 and telling them of, of your cares and your worries. But there will be a time, there'll be a situation where no man, no woman can bear 
your care like Jesus. And that's why the writer says, oh, how I love Jesus, because he can care. In fact, he gives us a great invitation. Come unto me when you're weary. Come unto me when you're, when you're fearful. Come unto me when you're anxious. Come unto me when you're mad, and I'll give you rest. There's some things that only Jesus can care, and he invites you to come. I uh, invite you to bring your cares. The Bible says, cast your care upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. Cast your care on him. Come to him. There's a burden. There's a sorrow. There's a, there's a fear that nobody on this earth can bear except for Jesus. And if you'll go to him, he will, he will help you out. Uh, number five. I love this one. Jesus, the name I love so well, the name I love to hear. No saint on earth, its worth can tell. No heart conceive how dear. I love that phrase. No saint on earth, its worth can tell. I'm going to list off a couple of uh, very, very popular preachers. And as great as they are, as popular as they are, as wonderful they are of telling the world about Jesus, no saint on earth, its worth can tell. The great preachers of yesterday, the great preachers of today, as great as they are, they're never going to be able to really tell the worth of Jesus. And I'm glad they are. There's so many different great preachers around the world. I'm glad, but, but as great as they are, as wonderful as they are, as articulate as they are, they're never going to be able to tell the true worth of Jesus. So here's some, here's some, some great preachers. Apostle Paul, Charles Spurgeon, Martin Luther, John Wesley, George Whitfield, Jonathan Edwards, John Calvin, Billy Graham. Billy Sunday, Charles Finney, T.D. Jakes, Joel Osteen, Rick Warren, Scott George. Oh, I had to put myself on that, in that list. As great as these men are, no one, no saint on earth can tell its worth because he's, he's, he's so marvelous. He's so wonderful. He's so beautiful. Let's lift up that name of Jesus and tell him how much we love him today. And then number six, and we're going to close. Uh, this is uh, verse six. It says, this name shall shed its fragrance still along this thorny road, shall sweetly smooth the rugged hill that leads me to God. I love that phrase. This name, Jesus, shall shed its fragrance still. What? What do you mean by that? You know, when you put on cologne for the men and you put on perfume for the ladies, uh, when you put it on, it, 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 uh, the fragrance stays with you. And when people get around you, they can smell it. Now, there's only one cologne that I, that, that I use that's called Curve. And I don't know why, but every time I wear it, I get compliments. And people come up to me and say, what are you wearing? Why? Because that fragrance has a, a power and, and, and it permeates from your body to people all around you. Watch this. The name of Jesus, the writer says, shall shed its fragrance still. See, when you lift up the name of Jesus, when you worship the name of Jesus, when you sing the name of Jesus, um, there, there's a smell, there's a fragrance, there's an aroma. And it's an aroma of peace, of comfort, Joy, contentment, wisdom, 
love, acceptance, grace. There's a fragrance when you say that name, Jesus, and it fills you with peace and joy and love and grace, and, and it's a beautiful name to say. I agree with the writer. Oh, how I love Jesus. I hope that these verses from this hymn and the scriptures that I've given you today will help you fall in love with Jesus. I hope that um, you're more in love with Jesus today than you were yesterday. You're more in love with Jesus today than you were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Oh, how I love Jesus. Let's sing that together. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Oh, I wish I had Bruce and Lisa and Aaron. They could sing it with us. Let's just sing it one more time. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Let me pray for you today. Uh, Father, uh, I bless your people, the people of Pine Castle, the people that are watching over the internet. I pray that we'll fall in love with Jesus today. God, I pray that we'll just, we'll just make this simple. And the simplicity is that we were sinners and we don't deserve your grace, but you loved us first. And because you love us, we love you. And we do declare our love for you today. I bless your people to be the light of the world, not to walk in darkness. Help them to bring their cares to you today, God, and help us to be more in love with Jesus than we were yesterday. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, church. We'll see you next week. Here it is. Go and sin no more. I love you guys. Bye-bye.